Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Today we're going to continue our study as we look at Psalm 23. Uh, we'll be in chapter 6. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. We're continuing our study with uh, the book by W. Philip Keller called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. We hope that you enjoy this. This is the second half and conclusion of this two-part study. You know, I, at the end of the day, I know it, it, it caused a lot of grief for a lot of people to have that because he was a, he, man, he, he was so loving, so loving. And he poured out, but he wasn't pouring in. He wasn't pouring in. He was giving out, giving out, giving out, and he's not spending time in the life of God, hearing from God, spending time with God, prayer and fellowship. Because like that's what I was telling y'all, you could be busy serving. But you can just be serving. And so it's important for us that we have the right heart, that we're walking with God. That's what we, when we talk about this walk and, and putting on and putting off, the walk is a worthy walk. And we're walking together. And sometimes sheep want to go off and do their own thing. And, and if, you're, if you become friends enough with that person, you need to talk with them. You need to spend time with them, ask them, hey, man, what's going on? Be real with them. That's what we need in our life. I would expect that from somebody with me. If, 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 if I come in here and I'm I just not talking, I just seem down like I'm distanced from everybody, I would hope that one of y'all would grab me and say, hey, are you all right? It's not that we're trying to get into each other's business, but sometimes what happens is life starts kicking. And when it kicks, people, they get discomfort, they get pulled away, they, they, you know, maybe you're beating yourself up, maybe you fell into something that you thought, hey, I would never go back to that sin, and you fell back into it, and you're beating yourself up, and you just need somebody to talk to. Remember what, what Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We need to remember that He is the truth. And we're going to talk about that this weekend because remember the futility of the mind or the, um, the vanity of the mind is, is the lack of truth. So if you're lacking truth, you're lacking who? Jesus. He's the thing that guides you. His truth. His word. Him. And so He is the way. Uh, and, and that he is the only way to God. 
And, and it's to remember that he's not only true, he is truth. He is truth. And he embodies the uh, eternal life. And, and so no one comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. In John 10.10, 10, it says, The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to kill and destroy. And I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Why then do sheep act stubborn and self-willed and prideful and want to be self-sufficient and don't want the help of the shepherd? If you can find the answer to that question, it's because of our free will. Right? We want to do what we want to do because we want to do it how we want to do it. But you know, sometimes what people go through, they come from broken homes and broken hearts and, and divorce and they've been through all kinds of things. And as they come to faith, they're learning how to deal with all of that stuff. At the same time, they're walking with God. And so... Do we know that these things happen today in the church? Or, or we see that the world is, 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 is going in a direction like where you go, man, I don't even know where. Like even sometimes even with the church, you're, you're asking the question like, where is the church going? As sheep, as a shepherd, like are we following the shepherd? Because we're so divided. And we're, we're arguing over stupid things. Right? I don't care if you're vaccinated. I don't care. I don't care if you're not. Remember we talked about what is the center of everything that we are. And the unity of the faith is the gospel of Christ. Jesus at the center. It's not the Republican Party at the center. Or the Democratic Party at the center. It's Jesus. Right? He's the head. We're the body. And so for us, do we see things where we go, man, I don't know what's going on in the world. Guess what? I don't either. But I can tell you if you read 2 Timothy, it tells you exactly what's going to happen. You can read 2 Timothy chapter 3. Just turn to chapter 3. We'll read the whole thing. And you'll understand why our world is the way that it is. Because this is what's happening today in our world. He said, but know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. Check. Right? I need my social network. I need my Instagram. How many followers I got? I want to be an influencer. That's the number one job that these, this, this next generation wants is to be an influencer. They don't want a job. They want to be an influencer. They become lovers of themselves. Lovers of money. Check. Right? We have, we have a group of men that are lovers of money trying to run the country, trying to run the world. The World Economic Forum. Bezos and Gates and Klaus Schwab, they think they run the world. Are they lovers of money? Yeah. They're, they're controlling whether or not certain people get loans or not because of equity, diversity, and I forget what the other one is. 
you don't support LGBTQ, you don't get a loan. But we have lovers of money. Boasters. Yeah. I mean, if we're honest, Donald Trump was a boaster beyond any president that we ever had, right? He loved boasting about himself. He loved tweeting about himself. I don't have any ill will towards the guy, but he was a boaster. Proud? Yeah. Blasphemers? Oh, yeah. We have a lot of blasphemers now. A lot. Disobedient to the parents. Yeah. Unthankful. You're supposed to give me something. How about that group of people? You're supposed to feed me. You're supposed to clothe me. You're supposed to provide a house for me. We're doing that for I don't know how many people in Los Angeles and San Francisco and New York. and it's, It is what it is. And they're unthankful, a lot of them. They expect more. Unholy. We are living probably in one of the most unholiest times in, in this, this world. When we're actually spending our time talking about minor attraction. Where we actually have grown men gyrating on a drag show with kids. And they're not put in jail. Unholy, yes. Big time. Big time. Unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control. We have a lot of people that are without self-control. Uh, just look at San Francisco. Look at how every store has to have everything locked up now. They're just walking in and taking whatever they want. Do they need it? No. They don't really need it. They're just walking out with it. Brutal? Yeah. Despisers of good? Traitors? Headstrong? Haughty? Lovers of pleasure? Rather than lovers of God, having the form of godliness, but denying, but denying His power. And such people turn away. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts, always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Again, lack of truth. And who is truth? Jesus. Now Jans and Jambri resisted Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapprove the concerning faith, but they will progress no further, for their, uh, for their folly will, uh, will be a manifest to all, and all theirs also was. But you have carefully allowed my doctrine, my manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, Afflictions, what happened to me at Antioch and at Iconium and Lystra, what persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live, in God, live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in these things which you have learned and been assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, 
and that from childhood you have known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for the doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. In Mark chapter 8, verse 34, it says, Any, If anyone would come after me, uh, he must deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. That means all that stuff we just read about, you have to deny. You're giving up all of that. The unholiness, I mean, just the blasphemy, all that stuff is the, like, that's the old you. And it's got to be gone. Because he's telling you, like, you're going to pick up your cross. You're not going to be a fan of Christ. You're going to be a follower. And, and that's the issue that we have today is we have a lot of, a lot of fans that watch from the stadium and, and don't participate because we're called to do what? We're called to serve. We're called to share the gospel. We're commanded to. We're called to, to baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And we're called to make disciples. And I can tell you, like, if we were to be graded today, if Paul was to grade us, we'd be failing. This generation would be failing. We're not sharing the gospel like we're supposed to. We're not making disciples. We're baptizing them, but you can't baptize people that you haven't been brought to Christ. Now, I can tell you that's the church of America. We've been very blessed in this area. When you think about the people that have been baptized here, just in the two years that we've done it, the people that have come to faith here in this little bitty church, we need to stay on point and keep doing those things. Don't allow your pride and your stubbornness and your self-centeredness and the narcissistic behavior to start creeping in or sin. And then you start wandering in disobedience instead of walking in obedience. What happens then is we allow the darkened, futile mind to start, the darkened understanding. We become a stranger of the things of the life of God. And then our hearts start to become calloused. And we start criticizing everything in the church. Right? I don't know why he's teaching that. He just taught that a year ago for Christmas. Right? I've been there, man. I'm telling you. That I, I, like I told you, I, I stayed at my last church too long. I think we should have left six months earlier. But I was scared. I was, being, I was wandering in disobedience. I was still teaching, but I, I knew the calling was to leave. And so, stubborn, yes, but complaining, yes. And so, I'm telling you, it's easy for the heart to get calloused. It, it happens very quickly. We need not to allow those things to happen. If you're having those things start to happen, check your heart. Just ask God, hey, show me what it is that I'm... Because sometimes what that is, is it's time to step away from that ministry. Because that ministry, maybe it's time for a change. 
Maybe there's things that are going on at home and you, you need to deal with those things and that's okay. But it's like we need to take the temperature. I remember a pastor telling me because when he found out Teresa was going to be doing children's, he's like, you need to keep checking the temperature of her doing that and making sure she's going to be okay doing that every Sunday. Just keep the temperature of it because you want the right heart doing it and it's true. And sometimes we think nobody else can do this. I got to do this. And, and then Ms. praise God, Miss Elba came along and started helping her. Um, and now Lena's helping her. And we had 13 kids this past weekend, I think. Uh, we, are in a, we are in a great problem. We're in the problem that we were in at Market Media Building. We have no space for kids, meaning that we have to move the older kids into their own room. And the, the crawlers are going to have to stay in that room because they're so dangerous. And we want to make sure they get the full attention of those that are in the room at that time. And this is a great problem. This is the same problem we had when we had to move out of Market Media Building. But this is an awesome problem to have. And so for us, it's like to remember, like at the end of the day, if, 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 you, if you think you need a change, you probably needed a change two or three months earlier. Because we're stubborn. We want to stay in the same comfortable green pastures, right? I just want to stay here. I'm good here. But you're like God is nudging you and nudging you to go do this other thing, to step out and do this new thing. And, and you're not willing to do it. So be willing to do it. When we talk about um, one of the things he talked about and, and one of the things that I picked up on, it wasn't in the book, but as he was talking about um, like... He gave that verse in Matthew uh, about what it is to, uh, to, to pick up your cross, deny yourself, and follow him. And the one thing I thought of was Nicodemus. Nicodemus was embarrassed to go see Jesus, so he went at night. Nicodemus wasn't really ready to follow. He was still a fan of Jesus. He loved the things that he was teaching. He had set through some of his teachings. He had one-on-one -on -one time with Jesus. And Jesus tells him, you need to be born again. Like, like, dude, you're the smartest, brightest guy that we have. And you don't know this? But one of the things that I love is, like, he was more afraid of losing his position and his power, maybe his money, right? Because he's going to lose. If he steps out and he says, I'm a follower of Christ, what's going to happen? He's gone. But he does it at the end of Jesus' life. And we know that because it's, it's, it's in the verse in John 19, 39. And Nicodemus, who at, at first came to Jesus by night, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and alloys, about 100 pounds. So he helped prepare the body for burial. He's no longer a, a fan. He's a follower. Because at this moment, when he steps out to do this, He's no longer part of the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees. He's done. He no longer has that position of power. He no longer has that money. Now he's a follower of the way. And this is what I'm talking about. This man was religious, but was just a fan of God. So are you a follower of God? A follower of God requires a little more than just you coming to church on Sunday or Wednesday. It's actually the walk that we talked about, the relationship we spoke about. 
and how important that is. It's, it's, it's understanding. Like, I love he gave seven points, and we'll go over these very fastly. So instead of loving myself uh, uh, most, I'm, I'm willing to love Christ best and others more than myself. 1 John chapter 4, verses 20 and 21. If someone says, I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God from whom he has not seen? And this commandment we have from him, that he who loves God must love his brother also. That's one of the things he gives you right off the bat. It's like, look, you can't tell me that you, you love God, but you hate the brother or sister next to you. You can't. And he says, instead of being one of the crowd, I'm willing to be singled out and set apart from the gang. Remember, there was a time when Jesus had all of these followers that were following him. And then he talks to them about, um, he, he talks to them about the blood. For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. And that freaked everybody out. And, and in uh, John chapter 6, verse 66, it says, From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. They just quit. You're like, I'm not, I'm not down with that. Like, if you're going to follow him, you're going to follow him. But there are going to be people who are not willing to do his will and that will walk away. Instead of insisting on my rights, I'm willing to forego them in favor of others. Romans chapter 14, verse 19. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify one another. We are to build each other up. Instead of being the boss, I'm willing to be at the bottom of the heap. Right? The tail end. 1 Corinthians 15.9 For I am the least of the apostles who am I am not worthy to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. That's the apostle Paul saying I am the least. And if you're a leader, you're the least. Instead of finding my fault with uh, life and always asking why, I'm willing to accept every circumstance of life in the attitude of gratitude. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. Now that I speak in regard to no need, for I have learned whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. I know how to abound everywhere in all things. I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both abound and to suffer. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Can you be content? Instead of exercising and asserting my will, I, will, I am willing to learn to cooperate with his wishes and comply with his will. will. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And I do not uh, be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable perfect will of God. And instead of choosing my own way, I'm willing to choose to follow Christ's way. Simply to do what he asked me to do. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 8. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, whom being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant, and coming in the likeness of man, and being found in the appearance of man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross.
We look at those seven things and we think about just the scriptures that align up with them. Am I willing to choose Christ's way? Christ was willing to choose the Father's way to the point of death on the cross. Humble, obedient, and a servant. And as sheep, that's what you're called to be. Okay? Follow your shepherd. Follow your shepherd. If your shepherd's moving you to different pastors, go. Don't dig in and be stubborn and prideful. Right? Remember I told y'all, sometimes God likes to put sheep next to you that you don't get along with because he wants to work out their issues and your issues. And there's always something to learn. Trust me, when, when it happens, you can learn. If you want to learn, you can learn. God will show you. And it's, it's heartbreaking at times, but God will show you. But if you're prideful and stubborn and you want your way and you're gonna get your way no matter what it takes, then you're just gonna be that stubborn sheep that just kind of starts wandering off. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio, pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 